Uh, well, where shall we start with the scandals? Uh, Steinoff, but okay, before we go to Steinoff, how are the markets looking for the first few days of the new year? Yeah, look, I mean, I think it's been, uh, we started off on a firmer footing. Um, you know, obviously volumes are still quite light in the first week of the year as people start to come back to work. But, uh, you know, positive signs. You know, I think we've seen some uh, broad-based gains across the board. We've seen a bit of volatility um, in some of the SA Inc. stocks. Um, you know, if you look at uh, what some of the retailers have done, um, you know, a bit of a volatile start to the year where they were up quite a bit initially and then gave back quite a lot and then were up a bit again. Um, but I think that was mainly on the back of, uh, you know, we have seen a big run-up in those stocks post the uh, ANC elective conference um, in the middle of December. Um, you know, and markets still pretty much reacting to that. And uh, possibly the big losses we saw initially were uh, market participants taking some gains. I mean, you know, ultimately we did see that part of the market rallying about 20% post that ANC elective conference. Um, you know, I think most surpri- or not, not, not surprisingly, but uh, perhaps in Encouragingly, um, you know, we saw Nasdaq continue to power ahead, um, you know, since the beginning of the year. Obviously, after a very volatile December and coming under significant pressure, um, given what had happened to Tencent and Chinese internet stocks, or, or global internet stocks, should I say, uh, coming under pressure through the course of December, that coupled with a very strong RAND, um, you know, the RAND strengthening 10% last month, obviously on the back of that ANC elective conference as well. Uh, we saw Nasdaq coming under some significant pressure, which obviously weighed on the JSE in the final month of the year, where uh, you know we still saw the JSE ending in negative territory, despite those banks and retailers ending up over 20%. And that was predominantly um, on the back of those RAND hedges coming under some pressure because of a, uh, a stronger RAND. So, you know, I think uh, Sakina, all in all, um, off to a fairly mundane start, but uh, we'll take it, given that markets continue to grind higher into uh, 2018 after a very, very strong 2017. We know that the base that stocks rallied off of, of the, back, the back of uh, 2017 was a very narrow base. I mean, if, I, you know, if you break down some of the numbers, only some 56% of stocks listed on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange ended in the green in 2017. I mean, that's a staggering number. Uh, given that equity markets ended up in the region of 17%, uh, where only pretty much one in two stocks listed on the JSU ended in positive territories, quite staggering to think that the overall all share index was up 17%. And that tells you a lot about what contributed to returns and how narrow that return base was. And it was really the big weight in the index, the big grand hedges, if one thinks of the NASPERS, if one thinks of the Bitcorps, um, you know, that uh, really drove, or Richmond as well, which really drove performance last year. Um, you know, with the banks uh, coming in at the very low end of the year, but even those only ending up around, you know, 16, 17% for the year, uh, but again, delivering 20% in the final month. So, Sakina, interesting to see where equity markets go to from here. Last year was definitely year of the tech, uh, both internationally and locally, um, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, if we can get more broad-based gains on the JSC this year. You know, a lot of people talking about the JSC and global equity markets being quite expensive, um, but, you know, I think there's quite a few opportunities on the JSC if returns can be more broad-based, as we discussed throughout the course of last year. Absolutely. And then uh, let's talk about uh, scandals now. Let's talk about Steinhoff and uh, where to now for Steinhoff, Nadir. Uh, what could happen if the JSE, um, uh, to the JSE rather, if uh, you had foreign flows reversed here? Yeah, look, I mean, so let's start off with Steinhoff. 
sign off, you know, and I think the big issue here is that for the time being, there's actually no new news, um, you know, so it's all about shoring up confidence. We know still that uh, basically what we know is that 2014, 2015, uh, and, or rather 2015, 16, um, and Obviously, now 17 financial statements need to be restated, uh, where there's an error relating to um, some uh, European assets and 6 billion euros of European assets, and obviously question marks about the overstatement of revenue. So, um, you know, I think uh, the, the, the Steinhoff now announcing that it's the, the 2014 financials, as or rather 2015 financials as well, that need to be restated. Um, you know, and I think for the time being, it's all about shoring up confidence, and that's what we've seen happening over the course of the last 10 days or so. So um, Steinhoff now on a drive to raise cash, um, you know, obviously running very low on cash um, as uh, credit lines get pulled from a number of the banks because obviously uh, creditors are not comfortable extending credits um, if they don't have reliable financial statements to rely on. Now we know that uh, those financial statements are going to be released sometime in the course of this month, so that's what they had originally communicated, and we'll wait and see whether they stick to that timeline. But uh, for now it's about raising in cash, we have heard a story coming out late on Friday, um, you know, just very anecdotally, obviously, that they're selling their private corporate jets, um, you know, so somewhere in the region of about $25 million that they paid for that. Um, and they're doing that in order to raise short-term liquidity because there is a concern about a cash crunch in the business. Um, and, you know, they really don't want to resort to a fire sale um, of assets, of good quality assets. You know, you know, if one thinks of uh, Pepco in, in, in the European operations, um, you know, those are very good quality assets, rapid growth out of Eastern Europe, uh, you know, good growth out of palm land in the U.K., uh, given that discount part of the market. Um, and, you know, and even Pepco within South Africa, you know, Ackermann's, Pip, those are iconic brands in South Africa. We know those are very high-quality businesses, pure cash businesses. And the last thing Steinhoff would want is want to sell these, um, you know, on, at, at, at pennies on the dollar uh, because they're desperate to raise financing in order to keep the doors open because creditors are pulling credit lines. So for the timing, is about uh, raising, uh, you know, cash. They've been disposing of non-core assets in order to do that, um, Sakina. But at the moment, it is still a very distressed situation, very difficult to uh, predict which way it's going. And up until these financial statements that come out, and reliable financial statements that come out, um, I think all institutional money is going to sit on the sideline and not sort of uh, take a position based on where the company is going. We've also seen subsidiaries, uh, you know, trying to distance themselves from the parent company, certainly Poundland in the UK, UK Pepco, uh, or the broader Pepco within Europe, uh, raising their own £180 million credit facility outside of the parent company, saying that we are a solid company, we've got independent management, and we've got good prospects and we're not played by the scandal. Um, you know, so I think that will help in terms of uh, preventing low-ball offers for those companies uh, you know, to stand off in a distressed situation. Uh, but at the moment, Sakina is still unfortunately very much operating in the dark until uh, we get more news around when those financial statements are going to come up and opportunity to analyze that, figure out how big is this hole in the balance sheet, uh, you know, how, how much is the debt, was there any off-balance sheet action, 
and we've got to wait for that to happen. Um, in terms of foreign flows in the JSC, Sakina, we mentioned that we could see a good year from the JSC if there's a more broad-based returns, and I think a big contributor to that is going to be if foreigners actually start buying our equities. Now, you know, if we look at it since the start of 2016, so going back two years, um, you know, the likes of Russia, Mexico, Brazil, they've witnessed substantial foreign inflows into their markets, somewhere in the region of about $18 billion. South Africa has witnessed substantial foreign outflows from our market, somewhere in the region of about $6 billion in outflows over that period. And the majority of that has not been coming from our Randhead sector, but rather from the mid-cap space um, and from the SA Inc. part of the market. If one thinks of uh, the businesses which are faced with prospects of the South African economy, given declining growth, declining confidence, um, you know, resulting in poor uh, earnings updates because of no investment and uh, poor, prospect, poor outlook and foreigners bailing on those stocks in lieu of better growth opportunities in other emerging markets. Now, Sakina, I think the victory of Cyril Ramaphosa, if uh, you know, we could leverage that in the correct way, and if we could show up business confidence, which certainly seems to be the indicator for the time being, um, you know, should he take the correct steps, um, you know, I think that can be quite a positive reinforcement cycle. If business confidence improves, investor confidence improves, we could see foreign flows come back into our markets, and obviously uh, those parts of the, those parts of the market which have been battered the most obviously look the most attractive and uh, you know if we see that reversal of foreign inflows we could see that part of the market re-rating quite substantially um, obviously that's predicated on doing the right things um, you know and getting confidence going and we'll have to wait and see whether that's the case